Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The gigantic government sucks. Pursuit of happiness radio is deluxe. Liberty and freedom will make you smile. The pursuit of happiness on your radio dial. Just the cheeseburgers and liberty fries. It's pursuit of happiness time. Florida. Florida may switch to a year-round school year. It's a statewide effort to make methamphetamine as easy to spell as it is to do. Hi, I'm Kenny Webster. Thanks for turning on that radio and joining us. It's Thursday afternoon. You're at a good place. we got a lot going on today. Fannie Willis is in trouble. She's the prosecutor in Fulton County that's going after Trump and her man, her lover, is actually in court today answering questions about infidelity. Well, it's worse than it sounds. We'll get to it. It'll be funny. Don't worry. Stick around for that. Oh, and Daniel Turner stopping by from Power of the Future. There is a strange thing happening with John Podesta. Do you remember who he is? He's like a... People have accused him of pedophilia. He's a creepy, weird guy, closely associated with the Clintons and the Obamas and the Bidens. Very powerful man. And he's now your climate czar. And apparently him and his brother are making money off of foreign oil interests, which probably won't shock you to learn he's trying to shut down oil and gas even more here in the United States. And yeah, I got to think that seems like a conflict of interest. Feels like insider trading or maybe something worse than that. So stick around for that. And Eric Dick will be here to answer some of your legal questions and a lot more. I don't know if you've ever heard of him before. He's a good guy. He's a friend of the show. Before we get to any of that, I want to talk about What Joe Biden did at the beginning of the week, this isn't news in the sense that it just happened in the past 24 hours, but we didn't really get to dissect this the way I wanted to. I I know everyone talks about Joe Biden being an idiot. He's got Alzheimer's. He's got dementia. But the people on his staff, are they just as brain dead as he is? Y'all get what shrinkflation is, right? Shrinkflation is when companies reduce the size of their product, less Oreos, less Doritos, you get the idea, to hide the price increase. So the price is the same, but you're getting less soda pop. You're getting less, you know, whatever, coffee, whatever it is you're buying. Biden's team has him out here telling people that prices are actually still up under his administration, like some kind of doofus or something. You've been president for four years. You're admitting to the fact that inflation is out of control while you're in charge of the country? Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips. 
but they're still charging it just as much. Let me guess, ice, ice cream, ice cream what yeah. makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. No. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Oh. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Stop. Pause. Does, it, does anybody realize how insane this is? He, what is he blaming the big ice cream? Is he? Are we seriously going to sit here and pretend like it's the corrupt Nabisco cookie company that made things this way? Because if that's the case, all you'd have to do is go out and start your own ice cream company with a decent product at a lower price, and boom, you'd be a wealthy guy. Shrinkflation, inflation in general, it's not happening because of the greed of the corporations. If it was, the free market would solve that problem, you dingbats. I mean, I'm not the only one that noticed this. Veronica Darugi at Reason.com recently reported on it, and she made some interesting observations. Biden wants to remind you that your Super Bowl party was more expensive than it used to be, and the reason he claims is corporate greed, but the real reason's him. It's just an amazing move. There's a straight line between shrinkflation, inflation, and the Biden administration's own fiscal irresponsibility. By the way, shrinkflation is real. We've seen it. It happens when companies reduce the size of the quantity of their products. Have you noticed that your Gatorade bottle is smaller, asks Joe Biden. Well, yeah, we did notice that. But here's the thing. Biden's complaint would be funny if it wasn't so depressing. Shrinkflation is legal if packaging accurately reflects the product's content. The FDA regulates packaging practices like slack fill. You know what that is? The main purpose of which is food preservation practices, not ensuring against smaller portions, as Biden seems to claim. It's true that some sellers have reduced the contents of their packages without changing the prices. But this adjustment occurred back in 2022. Guess who was president then? The move of shrinkflation came in response to the rise in inflation the country experienced starting in 2021. I am baffled that the president would make such a big deal out of this now. The administration has been trying to fool voters into conflating the fact that the inflation has tempered with the idea that prices are basically back to normal. That's not the case. While inflation has declined, the price of food is up 20% on average since he took office. Chicken and bread are up 25%. Rent is still exceedingly elevated. These higher prices explain why voters continue to express plenty of frustration about the economy, despite the fact that they claim there's low unemployment or positive economic growth or rising wages. In the end, Biden's rant against companies is a weak attempt to distract us from the fact that him and everybody on his team's excessive spending policies during the pandemic are what really caused the inflation. These are the largest peacetime deficits in U.S. history, by the way, guys. Both in normal terms and as a percentage of gross domestic product. And they include a lot of spending passed by Biden after most of the pandemic crisis was averted and the economy was recovering. The best part of all this is that they don't think we see it for what it is. Everybody sees it for what it is. Congress could finally get serious about cutting spending. The president could remove some of the currency from circulation 
That's exactly what they choose not to do. That would do a lot to help the Federal Reserve tame inflation entirely. Of course, that's assuming the Federal Reserve even wants to tame inflation. Blaming companies for inflationary price hikes is both wrong and cowardly. Blaming companies for inflationary price hikes is like blaming Donald Trump for Joe Biden's dementia. Coming up, more Kenny Webster's Pursuit of Happiness. A safe space for those who love liberty and try not to take themselves too seriously, even if your name is Karen. He just walked in. The biggest dick in Houston legal community. Eric Dick is here. My man. Here, pull up a mic. What are you doing? We got to get you on a mic, my man. Well, it's always a pleasure to be hanging out with my buddy, Kenny. Eric Dick is here. uh, A well-known alumni of Rice University. Considered to be a a local firebrand in politics and and the legal community. And a notable patriot and a Texas scholar as well. How are you, my brother? I'm... Phenomenal, man. It's a beautiful day to be alive, man. What do most of our listeners know you for? The billboards, the radio ads? What are you most well-known for? Uh, I think they like the slogan, Better Get Dick. I think they like it. I've done a lot of things. I'm elected to an office. I've built seven schools. I've done a lot of things. But I think they like the, the phallic jokes best. Is that when people meet you, do they always think they have a better joke that you should be using and then they tell it and it's a joke you told 20 years ago? Sometimes they get me good ones. Like the, the my favorite one was uh, my clients always come first and that was uh, someone telling me, hey, you know, your clients, you know, they're important to you. Don't they always come first? I'm like, that's right. They always do come first because my clients are very important to me. Eric, I love it. I think it's fantastic that you put your clients up on a that that you that you erect up their needs like that. I think it's fantastic. I love that. And uh, so you've been doing this for a while. How long you been an attorney for? Uh, Fifteen years. Okay. What's the craziest case you've ever witnessed? Um, usually, I, I've done a lot of crazy stuff. The most impactful is early on before I was doing insurance law. There was a, a gypsy lady, and she had a special needs kid, and I helped her get her kid back, and I felt amazing about that. That was a good case crazy stuff that was impactful positive crazy stuff i've had people impersonating people that's trying a to common make insurance. one uh, yeah kind of not as bad anymore but i've had that happen a couple times i've had people like make an insurance claim and you know it's it's they've made it the exact same claim before with another insurance company and usually those are like okay well let's see let me look at it we do like it have like a deposition and they're asking the questions and eventually I got to stop it cuz you know I got to give advice to my client but during the time I'm like sitting there like I want to get out the popcorn I want I want I want you did what you did what you did what but I got to at least stop and advise them look you know you're probably you're probably getting close to committing a crime but that, that's kind of the, the craziest things I've had is whenever people are impersonating other people, pull out, didn't have an ID, but had their social security card, had all this information, you know, in the middle of a deposition going just in person. I thought it was, I thought it was a person. They told me they're a person. Turned out they're impersonating them. Crazy as, stuff. As a local celebrity, when you're out at bars or public places, do people ever try to fight you? Well, you know, that's why I, I go to the Houstonian about five days a week. I'm ready for it. You're ready for that? I'm ready Has for it. Has it ever happened to you? Well, yeah, they always trying to fight one way or another. Because you're, 
you're kind of funny, and so I think that might be the thing that prevents those tense moments from happening. At least I know, speaking from personal experience, that's what does it for me. I am hated by people on the left, but usually they know that since I'm not taken too seriously, they don't have to be offended by me. But not always. Well, Democrats hate me too, but then they're they're baffled because I built seven special needs school kids, seven special needs uh, schools, and they're kind of confused. You currently hold a public position in uh, the what? Department of Education. It's a it's like a it's the last common school district. It's really complicated, but it's basically like a government entity that that helps for special needs and. And that type of that red realm. It's a cool organization because you it basically it turns a dollar into five through business enterprise. It's really fascinating, kind of the whole organization. The last of its kind. It's kind of a cool organization. But you know, I'm the only Republican. It's me versus six. Sure. And look, I have a I have a, a big space in my heart for special needs kids. I think that yeah. in this country there's a bizarre conversation happening around the country, around the Western half of the world about eugenics and what to do with kids with Down syndrome. And frankly, when people like that start talking, they, they sound an awful lot like Nazis to me. Um, I'm grateful that we have those people in our society. I think we need to have facilities. We need to help them out. And it's a shame when people try to take resources away from them and give it to people that don't deserve it. But all that being said, I don't want to talk about that for too long here because I did bring you in today to get your legal expertise on something. I know you're not an expert on RICO law in the state of Georgia, but you can sniff out a BS artist when you when you see one. So you got this woman, Fannie Willis is her name. I think we all call her Fannie Willis because it's funnier, even though that's technically not her name. And this is the Fulton County prosecutor who is trying to stop Trump and claims that he was trying to overturn the 2020 election in an illegal manner. And you could probably explain this more articulately than me, but it can't be a RICO case if like the whole point of a RICO case is it's a criminal organization. If if the group of people that are supposedly committing the hypothetical crime disband after the hypothetical crime has come to an end, then it wasn't an illegal organ. It wasn't a criminal organization, right? That's one problem with the RICO case. There's another problem is I think there has to be like some monetary interest or or some type of it has to it has to be you know um, money in nature or making money in nature. I think you have kind of a weird thing going on that that this is all political and there's not really it's not really a monetization, right? Because so he he made more money not being in politics. Yeah, he's right? a, a billionaire. But in it, the polit- running for an office in of itself, you it's not you don't really make money. It's not it's not considered a a vehicle for income, right? It's, so it, I think they have two big problems: the one you spoke about, and the fact that it's it's politics. But this is that's that's the cause of action she so chose. So that was the initial problem. The, the initial two problems. Now there's this new issue with her boyfriend cheating on his wife and being the prosecutor that she hired and paid more. Than the actual RICO expert that was brought on the case. Uh, that's what they're in court for today. Former Fulton County DA employee and a friend of Fannie Willis since college says she was definitely in a relationship with Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade's the guy that was brought in to, I mean, it's just her boyfriend getting paid $600,000 to be part of a case he shouldn't have never, he should have never been a part of. Yes. And do you understand it? that their relationship began in 2019 and continued until the last time you spoke with her? Yes. 
All right, it's doing that thing where it only plays out of one ear, but you can hear it. I right? hear it great. Okay, and I assume our radio listeners can as well because AM radio is in, is in mono. Nathan Wade testified. Now, this is her boyfriend, right? This is a guy who was never a RICO expert. He never should have been on the case. Testified that he paid for all the vacations he took with Fannie Willis with his business credit card and that she then reimbursed him in cash. This is what, at the time, he was getting paid by Willis's office for the prosecution of Trump. $600,000. All I needed. Um, you said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? It was cash. She didn't, she didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And you included those in deductions on your taxes, correct? No, ma'am. What, what, what are we hearing here? Explain this to me. What This is very bizarre. He, she's paying him cash. He's working for the government. Is that a normal thing? It seems very unusual. No, that's extremely unusual. That's There's giant red flags there. The one is there's just giant red flags to begin with because you have these like subtle issues of nepotism or you know you can't you can't just hire your spouse or appoint your if you're a judge you can't like appoint your spouse or your 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 brother or what have you for different things well bobby kennedy but other than that was a long time ago sure. that's where they, that's why they created nepotism laws is yeah. because of bobby kennedy and the kennedys mm-hmm. so she's trying to skirt nepotism laws by saying hey we're just we're just sleeping together. Huh. It's not. It's nothing personal. I'm just sleeping together. But you have a lot of issues with that. You have one, the person, the boss, right? The the boss sleeping with kind of an underling. So you have all sorts of issues with that. Did she kind of coerce him into dating her, to sleeping with her, being her his? You know, she was the boss. I mean, there's there's a lot there. There is a lot to unload. And the whole cash thing is wild, but that's like, that's, there's a, this is just a dumpster fire is probably the easiest way to explain it. It's a big dumpster fire. Of all the cases against Trump right now, trying to take him off the ballot in Colorado, the case in Manhattan with Alvin Bragg, the the thing in Maine, I got to think this is the weakest one. Here you have a woman who's just clearly got her own intentions in mind. She doesn't care about Trump or whether or not he tried to overturn the election. She's trying to get money for her boyfriend. This must be good for Trump. <laughs> the whole, all the indictments are good for Trump. I think if you look just at the at the polling, you saw DeSantis like neck and neck with Trump, and then they indicted him. Yeah. So what Trump says is correct. They're just going to indict him right to the White House. Do you think so? Well, I think they're going to stop indicting him now because they realize every time they they file a new indictment, he's he gets closer and closer. And now you have a president, a sitting president. 37% approval, which is like Jimmy Carter type of style. It just You have a horrible president. Does just worst economy we've had. 9% inflation, which is insane. And he's trying to think of any excuse to maintain his power. So he just starts indicting his opponent. You remember in 2016, Hillary Clinton 
famously had this off-the-record meeting with all these high-ranking members of the media. Anderson Cooper was there, people from the Washington Post, the New York Times were all invited in. And Hillary Clinton privately asked all these people off the record to wait until the general election to publish any damning information they had about Donald Trump because she wanted him to get the the, the nomination because she thought he would be easy to beat. So getting into a conversation here about four-dimensional chess, if that's even what this is, is it possible they're indicting him because they think that Joe can beat him in the general election a second time and they want him to get the nomination? I think they, they just they, they don't know what to do. I think what they're hopeful is that one of the indictments stick and there's a guilty there's a guilty finding. And if there's a guilty finding, then maybe they have a shot. That's that's what I think. I think they're desperate and they're hoping that they get a guilty verdict. And they think if they get a guilty verdict, then they got a shot. Yeah. <laughs> if I were you, I'd stay put. Kenny will be right back with more of what you came for. Fart jokes. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's a video of Tucker Carlson in Russia that just went viral. Tucker is walking around a grocery store in Moscow, and he's talking about how affordable food is in Russia compared to America. And he uses the term radicalized. This has radicalized me against our leaders. And I don't know if what people are getting from this video is what was intended, if he's somehow now a Russian asset, or if he's just pointing out that Maybe we've made Russia into the big bag boogeyman when they're really just something else entirely. And we're getting involved in their domestic disputes and that really at the end of the day, this doesn't prove anything about American politics so much as it just proves that maybe our position on the Russian-Ukraine war doesn't really make any sense. And critics of Tucker Carlson watch this video and see, this is what they see. They watch it and they go, see, that proves that Trump supports Putin. What? It doesn't prove that at all. That isn't at all what it proves. It simply proves that maybe at the end of the day, uh, while Russia isn't necessarily good, you can't make the argument that American politicians are somehow the, 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 the good guys. There's not always a good guy and a bad guy in every argument. you get what I'm driving at here? I don't know if I'm being clear enough about this, but Putin does not benefit from the Trump presidency as much as the liberal media would like you to believe that, that he does. In fact, Putin has made the exact opposite point. In the war in Ukraine, Russia funds their military off of petroleum. They're a petrostate. When we think of petrostates, what do we usually think of? Saudi Arabia, Iran, maybe Venezuela back in the day. But Russia is a petrostate. So who benefits more from a Biden president? What's better for the Putin presidency, Biden or Trump? Here to help me answer that question, my good buddy Daniel Turner from Power of the Future. Daniel Turner is a an energy advocate. He's a guy that promotes America first, 
and simply points out that sometimes the narrative you're getting from the media about oil and gas isn't accurate. Daniel, there's an interesting story today in the Washington Free Beacon about John Podesta. And it's Ooh. it's the story about how he's behind Biden's decision to pause natural gas exports. This goes really deep, and it really points sheds a light on the fact that some of the people in charge of our country do not have our best interest in mind. And at the same time, that what they're doing is actually helping Russia when the liberal media is telling you the opposite's happening. Can you explain this? I, I don't know if I'm making it clear enough. No, it, it, it's a it's super important point. And you look at what's what's uh, the front page of every newspaper and mainstream channels right now, and it's all about Trump and indictment. And but but this should be a, a national story. And and if there were an honest media, it would be John Podesta is the new John Kerry, right? John Kerry is no longer the international climate uh, um, Jesus. You know, John Podesta has taken that role as our international climate savior. Um, John Podesta was it was instrumental in stopping LNG exports. A couple of weeks ago, Biden announced he was pausing it. We spoke about it on this show. Um, this is a huge uh, uh, um, olive branch to the environmental left. Um, so Biden announced this huge pause. It seems that a lot of that was orchestrated by John Podesta and the Free Beacon broke a story that John Podesta's brother, who was a top lobbyist in Washington, D.C., has predominantly foreign uh, clients and huge Russian natural gas clients. And so who benefits from Russia not exporting natural gas? Russia. Because if you have an economy that runs on natural gas for heating and electricity, you got to buy it from somewhere. And if you're not buying it from America, odds are you're buying it from the second largest natural gas producer, which is, of course, Russia. And so John Podesta's brother is basically using his his um, influence to help his foreign clients. Um, that should be a leading breaking story. There should be the Senate calling them before them right now, hauling them before Congress, asking them to explain this. But we don't live in an honest media. And if it weren't for voices like yours, Kenny, this would not even have have come to light. I'm grateful for you saying that, you know, and of course, it's the Washington Free Beacon that published this story. I think I can help tell people in a portion of the country what's going on, certainly enlightened people. But, yeah, it takes a lot of voices to get this message out there. And isn't it so obvious what's happening here? Russia did not invade Ukraine until the United States, under the leadership of Joe Biden, got rid of the sanctions on the Nord Stream pipeline. When, when Russia yeah. was able to use the Nord Stream pipeline to make money, they used that money to invade Ukraine, which I think was the plan all along. That was what was going on back when we had our botched Afghanistan withdrawal happening, which begs another question. Why were we in such a hurry to get out of Afghanistan? Afghanistan was yeah. no longer a popular war, but they knew Russia and Ukraine could be. It, it's absolutely essential to have this conversation, and, and, and you're right. Um, you know, there is no denying. Look, the Biden administration has been trying for a year, two years now to tell us that the economy is great. The economy is great. Of course, you go to the grocery store. The economy is not so great. You want to buy a house. The economy is not so great. But they're trying to convince us the economy in America is great. This is Bidenomics, folks. One place the economy is marketably improved since the Biden administration is Russia. Russia is richer. The ruble is stronger against the dollar. Um, as a nation, it's stronger. And if you include their newfound territories in Ukraine, Russia is actually geographically larger than it was before Joe Biden came to office. So Biden has been great for Russia. Um, and it's funny that, you, you know, 
Putin has endorsed uh, Biden, said he'd rather see him win the election. It's better for Russia. He's more predictable, he said. Um, John Podesta is helping Russia with these LNG sanctions. You know, every time the left accuses you of something, odds are they're guilty of it. Right. right? They, they accused Mitt Romney by far no means my favorite Republican, if you can even call him that out there, but they accused Mitt Romney of sexism, right? Remember his binders full of women comments. Mitt Romney's a sexist. Mitt Romney's a sexist. Who accused them of that? A bunch of people who are all, you know, hanging out with Harvey Weinstein and going to Jeffrey Epstein's Island. A bunch of pedophiles, right? Well, if they accuse you of something, they are obviously, they are usually guilty of it. And they accused Trump, they accuse all of us of being Putin stooges tucker carlson's the latest one right he's a putin puppet and yet here's the biden administration that has made russia demonstrably wealthier richer stronger and is helping natural gas companies in russia with their new green lng ban it's remarkable to watch in real time kenny absolutely it's amazing too to think that a lot of the funding for the anti-climate change activism uh, the anti-oil and gas activism in the United States actually comes from the Mideast and it comes from Russia. Way, yep. ba- way back in 2014, it was the same year Russia annexed Crimea. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO's secretary general, warned that Russia was covertly working to undermine European and U.S. fossil fuel production. Three years after that, it was 2017, two congressmen from Texas, Lamar Smith and Randy Weber, sent this very long letter to the Treasury Secretary making a similar accusation. And the letter connected some of the dots highlighting Russia's efforts to fund various environmental organizations that were trying to limit uh, hydro fracking or frac- of shale gas and oil in the United States. The media didn't care. They were too busy talking about the Russian Trump election collusion hoax, which turned out to all be fake. Years later, we realized this was the big threat to democracy. This was, of, but of course, it's too late to do anything about it now. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and all these little TikTokers, all the, the little 25-year-old twink, who, who, who said, I was instrumental in getting Biden to pause LNG, right? All these social media influencers who are doing climate change choreographed dances on, on, on TikTok and on YouTube, you're all a bunch of, of, of patsies, quite frankly. I, I mean, you can be out there screaming about climate change. Look at the two, uh, did you see the two sandal-wearing beta men who threw uh, powder on the Constitution yesterday. Uh, you know, they're, all the climate protesters all look like they need, a, they need some red meat, right? They all, they're the guys who ask for the salad rather than the fries, and can I have the dressing, you know, on the side. They're all a very feminine-looking, effete group. Um, but all of them out there are all just a bunch of stooges for, for John Podesta's brother, right? The Podesta family is going to do very rich with this LNG pause. So you're out there with your social media influencers saying, I have a million fans on TikTok and they love me because I fight for climate change. No, child, you, you, you don't fight for climate change. You fight for John Podesta's family to become rich, right? You fight for, for China to become wealthier because they're the ones also benefiting from the green agenda, right? You're not, you're not fighting. I mean, you may think you're fighting for climate change, but the people who fund you, they're laughing at you, right? You're just a stupid little useful puppet that's helping them push their agenda. It, it, it's, it's remarkable to see that they think they're doing some noble cause when all you're doing is making the Podesta brothers millions more dollars uh, and, 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 you know, vis-a-vis Russian oligarchs. So congrats. Yay, climate change.
Yeah, it feels a lot like insider trading disguised as activism. It reminds me of Tom mm-hmm. Steyer. Tom Steyer ran for president in 2020, came in last place, did worse than Michael Bloomberg. He was a billionaire uh, who, interestingly enough, describes himself as an environmentalist and a climate investor. Well, what the F is a climate yeah. investor? Turns out Tom Steyer's this guy that made a fortune off fossil fuels in Central Asia. Never mind yeah. that. Nowadays, what he's trying to do is stop people from making money off oil and gas in the United States. Absolutely. You can make a lot more money in mining in Indonesia than you can in mining in Utah. Because in Indonesia, when you hire a bunch of nine-year-old girls, they don't ask for Friday off. There's no paternity leave. There's no OSHA, right? You don't have to worry about hard hats. You don't have to worry about compliance. And that's why folks like Tom Steyer love the Green Movement. He ran for president saying, you know, we're going to stop fossil fuels in America. Why? Because he wants fossil fuels in foreign countries where he's invested in them. Because there's so much more money to be made. The profit margins are so much more lucrative. Um, the, the green movement is is it's based on lies, right? The whole climate change lie. But when you look at the money being made by some of the most reprehensible countries and nations and individuals, when you look at the Americans who are in bed with those companies, um, we, we we need like a new form of McCarthyism, and it's rather than. Uh, well, it is still communism. It's just the green form of communism. But have you ever been a, 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 a climate activist? And if you are, you know, your, your level of, of unpatriotic uh, um, activism is, is, is I, I think it, it's, it's, it's almost treasonous. I think it's I think it should be brought up on charges. Right. Again, those two kids yesterday, those two disgusting little beta sandal wearing things that threw a whole bunch of pink paint on the constitution yesterday in 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 uh, uh the, the archives right where, where nick uh nicholas cage wanted to steal the declaration of independence same exact location right those two guys they're paid someone's paying their legal bills someone bailed them out of jail someone will pay for all of that i would like to know who's paying for that and i think those people should be arrested Right. If you can hide behind, we're just doing engagement. We're doing civil disobedience. No, you're not. You are undermining America's wealth and prosperity and national security to enrich foreign nations who hate us, who want to go to war with us. And you all should be arrested and you should be you should be brought up on charges. Yeah, that's really it's a it's a great point. One of those people is Eileen Getty, the oil heir. Interestingly enough, made her money off oil and gas. Now doesn't want yes. anyone else to she she sends people out to to go protest the Van Gogh paintings by throwing soup at it. Yep for climate change it's you know what else is interesting about that as you were explaining that to me something occurred to me john podesta tom steyer never elected to anything he wanted to be never got elected to anything uh, eileen getty never elected to anything two more of these people i saw in the news yesterday that are apparently apparently now love interest uma abedin and alex soros the son of george soros yeah. apparently valentine's day dates ne- never that. never elected to anything none of them have ever been elected to public office they're all public figures they're all very influential they all use their money and influence to to push policy in very destructive du- directions Never held public office, and yet somehow they're more powerful than most politicians. Isn't that remarkable? It is, and I, I this is such a longer conversation, and, and voices like yours are essential in it. I don't know what the solution is. I don't want censorship. I don't want rules saying that just because you're rich, you're not allowed to use your money for what you freely have the right to do. But I do hate the fact that the richest people in this country tend to be the most left and the most un-American. And, and there is something fundamentally wrong 
that because you are a billionaire, there's something fundamentally wrong that because you're Jeff Bezos, you get to buy the Washington Post and push a whole bunch of stories about lockdown and shutting down businesses to keep people safe, knowing that the alternative is you will just use Amazon and have things delivered to your house, right? There's something fundamentally wrong with using your billions of dollars, like Mark Zuckerberg, right, who, who wants to see Joe Biden get elected because he does not want Congress investigating what Facebook is doing all day, colluding with foreign governments or just taking money from reprehensible folks. Right. So he wants Joe Biden to be elected and he spent four hundred million dollars to make sure it happened. So I don't know what the alternative is. But when you mention someone like Eileen Getty, you know, if you really care about climate change, renounce your billions. Right. That's the solution. But no, no, no. I want to keep the money. Right. She doesn't want to fly commercial on JetBlue with you and me, right, and C-24C, right? No, she wants her private jet. She wants her mansions. She wants her wealth. She just doesn't want, you know, the guilt associated with it. So she pays little, you know, feminist twinks like the two yesterday to damage America's founding documents. And that's how she's able to hold face and hang out with people like Nancy Pelosi, who married her, by the way, <laughs> um, was the officiant of the, of the, of the ceremony. Yeah. Right? And, and there's something fundamentally wrong with the way this is happening in America. I don't know what the answer is, but I hate the fact that our green movement is Bloomberg, Soros, uh, Steyer, Al Gore, right? They're all billionaires. They're all old. Bill Gates, they're all old, rich, billionaire, white, dying men. And you don't get to decide policy for America now, but they do because they're the rich ones. And that's. That's wrong. It's fundamentally wrong. Yeah, they're all lecturing us about climate change from the comfort of their private jet while we're down here trying to sip soda through a soggy paper straw. Daniel Turner, find him at powerthefuture.com or follow him on X. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to Kenny Webster's Pursuit of Happiness, where everyone is welcome, even scum-sucking, maggot-swallowing socialist bastards you used to refer to as mom. Hey! Talk about my mom like that. Eric Dick is here. You know, Eric, I feel like if I ain't got you, who's going to explain to me the, the deep, complicated questions I have about our how our legal system works? I don't know that I can answer. I think many people can't answer that because they don't know no the song's called if i ain't got you i was just trying to have an excuse to say that well that was really sweet thank you very much thank you very much eric dix here you might know him for billboards and radio ads all kind of a local celebrity attorney most people like you because you fight for the little guy but i imagine some people probably hate you people have their own opinions and i can always appreciate their opinions is there any negative publicity out there that the chronicle do they ever do a hit piece on you like tony the busby or- oh, they, they, they they love to hate me actually the funniest thing about the chronicle if you want to know the like the the truth of the truth every time around when they're going to write a hit piece they go beg me to advertise with them how interesting and then after they do the hit piece they go and say well you know don't you just want to buy ads with us like, well, isn't there a connection? Oh, no, 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 no connection. No connection at all. Hearst, None at all. Hearst Media has been doing this for over a century. Citizen Kane, right? That's what the, that's who the, the, Rosebud, right? That's who that was about, was William Randall Hearst, right? Is that his name? The old famous newspaper mogul who, in, who tried to use his influence over the media to try to manipulate people's opinions about political issues. And today we still see the same thing with giant faceless corporations 
trying to manipulate our opinions about things. But it's 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 gotten worse, but it's gotten better because now we, with the advent of social media and independent podcasters and stuff, there's a way to get around big corporations. I mean, even talk radio, which a lot of talk radio stations are owned by big corporations. I can tell you with great certainty, I'm not told what I can and can't say on the radio, but we probably couldn't say that about cable news or, uh, you know, so many other mainstream news outlets. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did not. No? Did no. you? You didn't watch it at all? I you, did not watch it at all. You love sports. You invite me to sporting events. And- I love sports. I love I love going to the sports. I watch it some. I just have kids. I was doing kids stuff. But yeah, I've watched a lot of the, the Super Bowls. Or- You're not invested in the 49ers or the Chiefs. That's no, fine. I'm not. All right. Well, during the halftime show, Usher comes out, and there's a cameo from Alicia Keys, the R&B singer whose yes. music we were playing is bumper music. Yes. And that's when this happened. Beautiful voice, yeah, right? Yeah, it was very nice. There's just one problem. That's not what she sang. Of course it isn't. <laughs> now, I'm impressed that she didn't lip sync. She actually sang live. That's the audio you'll hear right now on the NFL's YouTube channel for the official record of what happened at the Super Bowl halftime show. But this is what actually happened. Some people Did you hear it? I did. I heard her, her voice cracking. Sour note. It was a sour note. There's a deep conversation to be had here. In the age of digital streaming, and we have no longer do we have tangible physical media that we hold in our hands. It used to be if you wanted to have a copy of the Super Bowl halftime show, you would have to record it on VHS or purchase a DVD of it from the NFL, right? Yes. But today you have YouTube. Yes. So now we have these giant corporations changing public record. And now that we're in Lent, you're a Christian, right? I am. Pontius Pilate once asked a question, Eric Dick. What is truth? What is truth, right? Because now, five, six years from now, and I know this is seemingly irrelevant. This is just one little example of how this, this doesn't seem like it has consequences, but this is one tiny example of how this could happen. Five or six years from now, people will have arguments over whether or not Alicia Keys botched her song at the 2024 Super Bowl halftime show. She did, but go back and try to find a record of it. Maybe out there on Twitter somewhere, but the NFL and CBS have have pretty much erased any record of it from YouTube. If anybody else put that out there, they've removed it. Now, if they could do that with a sporting event halftime show, what do you think they could do with politics, Eric? All sorts of things. Now, what's important, there's there's a few things here, but first I make it kind of a joke. You know, this is kind of like a Millie, Millie, Millie Vanilli kind of moment. That's the way I kind of see it. You know, she should, I don't see why she should feel the obvious need to change it. But anyway, I do have YouTube channels. I have videos that, you know, go viral, uh, me making phallic jokes. And what do I. Do you, Eric Dick, make phallic jokes? Oh, well, you know. I had no idea. Can't keep it out of my mouth. Okay, sure. <laughs> Say no more. Anyway, so with YouTube, um, it's actually really hard to change the audio. It's you hard. Can, you can actually, you can't change the audio once you upload a video. So for them to be able to change the audio once they uploaded the video means that they have a really close connection with YouTube. Because most people, it, uh, for me, they will not let, the only thing I can do, I could, I could blur something out. If there was, if someone was, you know, in the video that wasn't supposed to be in the video, I could blur them out. I can, you know, uh, maybe put captions in there. I'm very limited at what I could do. What I cannot do is change audio. Right. So for them to be able to change audio, 
that's some high-level influence with YouTube that's not accessible to most people. There, there's a lot there to un, 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 unwind. My question for you is this, Eric. How are we supposed to return to something approximating a consensual reality when we have the trivial things we experience as a nation undergo stealth edits like that? Imagine watching a political debate where NBC is sympathetic to Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or whoever it is, and they say something that doesn't make sense. They, they misspeak a line. That could be edited within moments. Do you think that won't happen? I bet it's already happened. I wouldn't be surprised. If you just look, you get on your phone and Google, and Google Trump, you'll see how much negative, how, how much negative mojo is out towards him. You'd think he's a dictator trying to take over everything. You go listen to him. It's going to be further from the truth. I'm surprised what we haven't seen now are videos, just manufactured fake videos. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's not that point yet but we're getting close we're getting close well it is it is happening right with ai and stuff like that the soviets used to do this where they would erase a person from a famous photo and that person just didn't exist anymore they do it to trump all the time do you remember the uh charleston riot excuse me the charlottesville riots in north carolina there was an old confederate statue and uh, uh, some white supremacists showed up and somebody got ran over by a car and died. Trump gives a speech, and I'm a, I'm paraphrasing here, but the speech is essentially, look, there were good people on both sides of this argument. What should we keep the statue or not? And then some bad some bad players showed up, and it got violent and dangerous. And they edited that so that it didn't explain how he was calling out the white supremacists separately to make it sound like he was saying. There are good people on both sides of this, and oh, by the way, the white supremacists are also good people. He never said that, right? They just did this to him again with NATO. He's giving this speech about NATO where he says... Pour in to Secretary General Stoltenberg. Well, I don't know if he is anymore, but he was my biggest fan. He said, all these presidents came in, they'd make a speech, they'd leave, and that was it. And they all owed money, and they wouldn't pay it. I came in, I made a speech, and I said, you got to pay up. They asked me that question. One of the presidents of a Big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. All right, so it's funny, right? Trump is clearly embellishing a story where he used his ability to withhold U.S. tax dollars to get other people to contribute to NATO. And I bet a lot of our younger listeners don't even understand what NATO is because they don't remember the Soviet Union or anything. But that soundbite you just heard was edited this week by almost every major news outlet in order to make some point about how Trump is encouraging Russia to attack Ukraine. But you just heard more than five seconds of the clip. Is that what he did? No, he's making a joke. So the, the thing with Trump, he's, he's a genius at marketing. He will say pointed stuff, soft intentional for the liberal media to grab it and talk about it, and he will get a large amount of earned media, free earned media from it. They're they're just lying at what he's saying, but it makes him more popular. He plays them like a fiddle. And sure. That's what he's doing is he's playing them like a fiddle. They're lying, but he's playing them like a fiddle. But doesn't it frustrate you that they'll lie not only to make him look worse, but to make Biden look better? Do you remember when they brought out the 13 service members who died in Afghanistan? Joe Biden looked at his watch and USA Today runs a fact check article saying that never happened, but it did. 
And then the videos are flooded all over the internet. It's like, what is it? The Streisand effect. She tried to remove a photo of her Malibu mansion from the internet back in the early 2000s. And what ended up happening is it got spread wide and far on MySpace and Friendster and any other social network at the time. And, and by trying to remove it from the internet, ultimately became more popular. It was seen by about a dozen people before she tried to remove it from the internet. Afterwards, it was seen by millions. I think American people are funny. They're funny in the fact that you know, they don't, they, if you look at statistics, uh, the polling on how people, uh, feel about media, it's about 70% believe that mainstream media is lying to them. 70, not, and this isn't made up numbers. These are real legitimate polls. So when you have the mat, the, the majority, the super majority of people thinking that the media is lying to them, and they don't take it very seriously. Yeah. You, I mean, Chronicle lies about me all the time. They lie about me. I and mean, I'm good. They, they lie. People lie. People lie. And that's sad. But that's, I mean, you have people that watch TV and, and watch the commercials. and It's just so negative, so mean. People read, you know, the Chronicle. It's just so negative, so mean. All the, all the time. Eric Dick, you're a nice guy. Despite uh, how you are portrayed in the news media or what people think of you based on your last name, I think you are a good person. And while I am not, uh, you and I are just friends, you know, you just came in today to be a guest on the show. I will tell people that if they are involved in an insurance related case, you're not a bad guy to call. Well, I always appreciate that. But I, I really appreciate also what you're doing, Kenny, is you're, you know, you're active, you're out there, you're just trying to inform people about the happenings in our, in our city. And it's hard to do that in an honest manner and you've been doing it for a long time i'm always appreciative of what you do kenny thanks my man we saw it again this week with the lakewood church thing you know what they don't talk about on tv is how she had violated gun laws she had violated immigration laws which kind of makes it sound like she was in the country illegally and uh oh some trans activist who hated jews and boy you don't really see them explain any of that on the news when they're still trying to figure out on khou or uh, KPRC or KTRK, we can't figure out what her motive was. Well, her motive is that it sounds like she was inspired by leftist rhetoric to go out and commit these horrible crimes, and she shouldn't have had a gun in the first place if our laws had been enforced. That's correct. But I do appreciate Mr. Olstein for, you know, being positive about it. It's a crazy situation. And he's given a lot of people hope. Hope in dire situations with the church he has. He's a good person. He's a positive person. He was criticized when he first started, saying he wasn't Christian enough. Right. People He's, say that about him still, that there's because there's no crucifix in there or something like that. I don't have a problem with Joel Osteen, even though I'm Catholic. And, you know, we have our own weird stuff that people, we have our own stigma. You know that. But my thing about Joel Osteen has always been this. You don't have to go to his church. It's not like the government. It, it's amazing to me that people will rally against Joel Osteen, but completely ignore the fact that there's corruption at the city cap at the city hall or the state capitol or Washington D.C. You're you're required to give your money to the government. You're not required to give it to Joel. But you know, hey, we're about to run out of time. Eric Dick, an awesome guy. What's your website? Where do people find you? DickLawFirm.com. Always a pleasure to see you, Kenny. My man, Eric Dick. Hey, have a great afternoon, everybody. Drive safe out there. Listening to the pursuit of happiness radio. Tell the government to kiss your ass when you listen to the show. Ooh, wow.